welcome everyone to this episode of the Chronicle Weekly Report. I'm Lane Healy. And I'm Anya Grindalski. Here's what's in the news for Wednesday, April 27th. Former Student Government Association Class of 2024 Senator Morgan Bloom has brought little libraries to campus. Although they may just look like boxes on sticks, these libraries are part of an international nonprofit made of over 125,000 book sharing operations. After noticing books dumped in the trash at the end of last year, Bloom saw an opportunity to upcycle. The libraries can be found next to the School of Business, the Center for Communications and Engineering Pond, and the Ledges Residence Hall. This March, a former physician assistant student sued Quinnipiac University for allegedly expelling her due to her disability accommodations for depression and anxiety. She said her condition was only worsened by the program. Other physician assistants at Quinnipiac also said their learning environment was toxic, with 12-hour days on campus and a tremendous amount of work on the weekends. The students claim the program also encourages them to keep their problems to themselves for fear of retaliation and being unsuccessful in the medical field. Quinnipiac did not comment on the pending litigation, but Dean of School of Health Sciences Janelle Chaisera says her and her co-workers have an open-door policy for student feedback. 2022-2023 school year, the Quinnipiac University Student Government Association is splitting the Multicultural and Identity Senator position into two separate jobs. SGA President Nick Ciampanelli explained the decision, stating that the position up until this point has heavily focused on race and ethnicity. Now, other intersectional identities such as gender and disability status will be better represented on Quinnipiac's campus. The Quinnipiac University Student Government Association proposed large monetary cuts last week during their fall 2022 budget meeting, and several student organizations disapprove. A letter of discontent was drafted and signed by the Quinnipiac Democrats and seven other organizations, posted to Instagram on April 22nd. Their joint statement claimed that SGA has a history of defunding multicultural organizations while prioritizing larger groups like the Student Programming Board. A compromise was reached on April 25th when SGA representatives met with those undersigned on the letter. In opinion, with commencement just a few weeks away, the Chronicle will soon be saying goodbye to its seniors. Former Arts and Life editor Ashley Pelletier says you should jump off the deep end when given the chance. Former digital news editor Chatwan Mongol expresses his gratitude for the opportunity to serve. And former managing editor Emily Fulmay shares the story of her drastic jump from biology to journalism, advising readers to embrace change. Read all of this year's senior send-offs in this week's paper. In Arts and Life, managing editor Nicole McIsaac says you shouldn't hide your feelings. Instead of moving on right away, she argues it's okay to process what your heart and mind are feeling after a bad situation. There's no explanation for why showing emotion has become taboo, but McIsaac thinks it mostly boils down to a fear of showing weakness, getting hurt, or facing rejection. Burying your feelings can lead to long-term mental and physical health effects, including anxiety, depression, and aggression. So McIsaac encourages readers to express, not suppress. In this satire piece by opinion editor Michael LaRocca, Quinnipiac University has found a solution to its influx of first-year students. In the fall semester, Quinnipiac will open its first completely outdoor residence hall, named after former president John Leahy. The class of 2026 will enjoy state-of-the-art tents, assigned to groups of four, comfortable if they position themselves correctly. In sports, nearing the final stretch of the season, the Bobcats are sitting at ninth place in the MAC. With a 4-8 conference record, the softball team currently stands 2.5 games behind sixth place team, Marist. 
If they're able to finish out the season strong, Quinnipiac has a chance to make the top six, qualifying them to compete in the MAC championship. The men's basketball team at Quinnipiac University is expected to experience serious roster turnover come next winter. So far, four Bobcats have entered the transfer portal. Sports editor Ethan Hurwitz and staff writer Seth Fromowitz take a look. In this week's Jurgen's Yard, associate sports editor Benjamin Jurgen takes a closer look at Quinnipiac's pitcher-catcher battery and how it's impacting the team's wins and losses. Jurgen says that if the team stays consistent in their final 16 games, they may be able to push for a higher seed in the MAC. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Chronicle Weekly Report. I'm Lane Healy. And I'm Anya Grindalski. Be sure to pick up this week's paper or check out our website, qchronicle.com. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Report this semester. We'll be back with more in the fall.